0: Welcome to season three, episode 10 of the Sojourn Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and today we're going to tackle the complex topic of how exactly do you represent the image of Korea through photography? And that's the best way I can really sort of describe the idea that I've been chewing on for like the last little while. And how it came to me was sort of a weird way. As I said in the last podcast, I have been actively trying to put my photos on a stock agency called Wirestock in order to gain a much-needed boost in income. Now, when I talked to the lady who first contacted me about this, they were specifically looking for images of Korea. I thought, great, I have terabytes of images Of Korea, or so I thought. And that got me thinking about today's topic. And that is, how exactly do you show Korea? Because on the surface, yeah, you can show the traditional buildings and whatnot. But once you get past that, what does Korea mean to you? And how do you show it in a photograph? And I really want to sort of tackle this issue because it does get a little bit more complex. As we get further into this episode, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about because there is a surface level, this is Korea, but there's also a deeper level once you get into the different regions and the cultures and whatnot, and that's what I want to explore today. When I started thinking more about this topic, I, I looked at it from a way of what I call the Inside versus the outside. And what I mean by that is that those of us who live here in Korea, be it Koreans or long-term expats, we have this sort of insider's view of Korea. And especially as expat photographers, we're sort of straddling both worlds. And I think that we have an idea of what people want to see, but also we have this deep understanding, not exactly on the same level as a Korean But we do have a, you know, a long history here. I've been living here for almost 20 years, so you can kind of see where I'm coming from. But then there's this outside perspective, the ones that you see with the YouTubers. And that's what we're going to sort of focus on in this first segment, the outside view or the outsiders, you know, you can really basically call it the tourist view. Now, the outsider or tourist view is something that I've been sort of trying to figure out for a long time. Now, it wasn't until I started watching a lot of the travel videos on YouTube that I really saw a lot of similarities between these videos. And the reason is is that I think a lot of the travelers at least pre-COVID would just piggyback off of where people have gone on YouTube before. So I'm specifically talking about a couple traveler, what were their names? Uh, something like Kara and Nate or something like that. Anyway, I was watching their video on Seoul, which I think they originally they had it as, quote, Korea, unquote. The problem I have with that was that they went to exactly the same places that pretty much everybody else goes. So they went to, you know, Noryangjin Fish Market. They went to the palaces. They went to Myeongdong, that sort of thing. And they really, I felt, didn't get a good idea of what Korea really is. But the problem is, is that for the most part, they maybe are showing what Korea is from an outsider's perspective. Like if you look at say images of Canada, where I'm from, you know, you got Rocky mountains, you've got wild animals, you've got Niagara Falls, things like that. That's what people recognize as Canada. If I showed them the prairies where I'm from, they probably might think it's somewhere in north dakota which you know is not too far away from where i live but you get the idea when people have this idea they're thinking like you know rugged landscapes polar bears and moose and beavers and things like that they're not really thinking of vast swaths of prairie and farming and things like that or they're thinking of toronto or vancouver with regards to Korea, it's the same thing. They're thinking of palaces. They're thinking of Myeongdong, Gangnam, that sort of thing, COEX Mall, maybe Busan to an extent, but then you also have you know, the Seoul Tower, things like that, the readily recognizable places. And I think that's worth noting because when you are looking for subjects to photograph in Korea for stock or for you know, magazines or travel, I think people are really going to gravitate towards initially those pictures because, well, they are the ones that they're most familiar with. They're the ones that are most easily recognizable as, aha, that is Korea. Now, as a long-term expat and a photographer here, I know these images are what people want, but they also are the just the stereotypical you know, Korean travel Facebook thing where that's what people want to see. And it just, I don't know, I die a little bit inside when I want to take them. But of course, again, if I want to sell photos, those are the ones that are probably in more demand than say pictures out my back window of Ulsan. And I think that is the sort of trouble that I have with this whole idea of representing Korea because – Getting into the second part, which is the insider's perspective, when I think of Korea, I think of, you know, side streets with cables overflowing from the telephone poles above. And I think of, you know, people congregating around parks and beach areas and stuff like that. Stuff that, if you looked at it, you know, outside of the general race of people, you probably couldn't really put a solid finger on where it was and for me especially spending the last couple of decades roaming around the small ports and photographing the sunrises as well as you know cruising around places like Gyeongju and Ulsan and out into the mountains they really don't scream Korea unless I really focus on like the temples or that sort of thing and the problem I have with this is that when I think of Korea that's what I think of. I, I I think of the street outside of my apartment, the Tewa River that I see every day when I walk along it to get some exercise. That's my Korea. So herein lies the problem. As a photographer, do I want to show somebody else's idealized version of Korea, that K-pop style where everything is trendy cafes and bright lights and downtown Gangnam with the crossed hands and galloping horse style? Or do I want to show the everyday life of the average Korean, which, you know, is maybe not that exciting if you're not living in it day in and day out. So when I sat back and started to look at what I really thought of Korea, I realized that the Korea that I'm really shooting for here is a blend of both because I think a lot of times when you step back and look at the life that you live wherever you are, maybe it's outside of Korea, maybe inside of Korea, there is that blend. It's not all cubicles and really long commutes with like crazy traffic. It's also on the weekends going out to the next it place in your area, eating a certain kind of food that you like, where it be dongas or mandu. And then you you come home and you relax. And I think that photographically, we can strive to reach that balance. Because bottom line is, is if I'm shooting for stock, they want the idealized version of Korea. So when somebody types in Korea, it comes up with taegoki, Gimchi, kimchi, bulgogi, kyungbokgung, that sort of thing. They're They're not really going to be searching for Kunegi Street Market in Ulsan. Here, it's it's not going to happen. So again, it's it's finding that happy medium. But I really think that this topic of what images represent your idea of Korea is is something worth exploring, even on your own, because right now I think the current KTO slogan is "Imagine Your Korea," which is. I think slightly better than Spark or Korea Sparkling, which it was at one point in time, or I Soul You, which is absolutely terrible. Imagine your Korea, I think actually works on a level here because what is your idea of Korea? Is it the K pop style with the plastic surgery queens and the Dokboki, or is it the back alley soju tents in the pojang matcha, you know, where are you going with this and how can you show it as a photographer? For myself, I think I'm really sort of transitioning because I was coming into this idea as I was going through the photos where I have boatloads of sunrise photos because I am an early riser. For example, even today, I was up at 3.30 in the morning and I went out to a place called Ganjogot, which is just, I guess, south of Wilson, which is probably arguably one of the first places that the sun reaches uh, when it rises. Uh, Pohang, I think, is the more prominent location. But anyway, uh, and I was really trying to get some good photos. Now, the weather actually worked with me on this one. But as I was kind of cruising around, I was chewing on this idea of what is Korea. And I stumbled across a small surf shop and I realized, like, is this Korea? Like, is this what Korea is now? Beaches and surfing and parasols and stuff like that. And I was actually, on a side note, quite shocked because I did see a few elderly people coming out of the ocean from their daily surf, which I thought was just absolutely amazing. And if you have ever been in Korea, then you, then you know just how active uh, the elderly people here are, more so than I think back home in Canada. And this is, again, one of these things that as I'm walking along and really trying to figure out what my idea of Korea is, that's the thing that comes to mind. Because when I walk along the Taewa River most mornings, especially early, early in the morning, I'm always impressed at like 6 or 7 a.m., these people are out along the Teewa. There's a, uh, where we used to play Frisbee, there was a, a spot. I think it's called Park Gulf. It, it's, I believe it comes from Japan, but it's huge in the elderly senior citizen scene here. And every morning they go out and they play on these grounds. And the city of Ulsan actually has quite a manicured area for them. Day in, day out, they're there having a great time, that was one thing that really stuck out to me. And I believe I got a couple of shots of it uh, for a video I was doing. But again, like that's part that, you know, if you show that to people, they wouldn't immediately recognize, oh, well, that's Korea. So again, it's something that I want you to really chew on. And let me know if you have an idea of what represents Korea to you. Because again, when I look at this, I live in Ulsan, which is you know close to Busan, it's near the ocean, and it's completely different than when I was up in Seoul for the gallery for guru shots, because Seoul is the major city, it's the capital city of Korea, and it is a massive city. So you're not seeing the beach culture, you're seeing this urban street culture, you have all of the hip and fashionable things happening right there. So again, you're going to have these different regions. Finishing up, just chew on this for a while and let me know what you think in the comments or or message me directly. Now, if you have found my ideas interesting or if you have an idea for a future episode, don't be afraid to reach out. If you want to be a guest, reach out. And I am trying to explore a couple of new different guests like i want to get some female guests on as was recommended to me because i do want to get a different perspective and i'm hopefully going to get some more korean photographers on here as well keep this tuned in and i'll keep you posted and with that being said take care and i'll talk to you again next week